Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We have a very special guest today, somebody that made headlines and also an appearance on one of our favorite shows, Bachelor in Paradise. She obviously is a contestant we remember from Paradise because she is, she's always, it feels like Ashley, somebody that uh, that sparks not just controversy, but definitely enters into the mix in paradise. She's definitely there to enter into the mix. She doesn't stand on the sidelines. Who's our guest today? Our Jess, our Jess, <laughs> our guest is Jessenia Cruz. Uh, you know her from Matt's season and last season of Bachelor in Paradise. She's a 29-year-old former pageant queen. And this season, it looks like she's going after Andrew quite hard. Yeah. Now, before we get her on, Ben, I know that she was involved in some drama last year, but yep. this is classic Bachelor memory. I know her as being somebody who, like you said, is integrated in the drama, but I have no idea what was so dramatic last year. All I know is that she's a great character to have on TV. Do you remember? 
I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember a lot. Um, but we're going to ask her. We're going to talk to her about her experience, why she came back. Um, because I know Paradise wasn't exactly easy for her mm-hmm, on yeah. her first time around. And then uh, we're going to talk to her about her kind of pursuing of Andrew. I want to know what it's like, Ashley, to be on the beach, to know that this guy is interested in somebody else. He's telling you he's interested in somebody else and still being like, hey, you know what? I'm going to still give it a shot. That takes confidence. That takes grit. Uh, and I want to hear where her mind was at through the whole process. So, hey, let's bring her on. Let's talk to Jacinia Cruz. Hello, Jacinia. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Hey, uh, you know, we, we prefaced it in the intro. Ashley and I were trying to remember exactly what happened last season. We just know you're always a main character. And you you feel like uh, it, it feels like you dive into paradise, not in a good or bad way. Probably mostly good. You just dive in. If you, you feel like you take advantage of the opportunities in front of you, which seems with the setup of paradise to always involve if you're going to dive in head first love triangles you're always going to find yourself in some type of like confusing relationship dynamic uh and it doesn't feel like uh last season was the only time uh that's going to happen it, it, watching it now it kind of feels like it's going to happen all over again so we're so excited to have you here and talk about paradise and talk about your life um so again thanks for joining us thank you for having me well, Jasenia, uh, did you know going into Paradise this season that you were going to be entering as a group? Ooh, good question. No, not at all. I think everyone kind of goes into Paradise hoping that they be in a good spot, I guess, because as we all know, the later you go in, the harder it is to build the connection. So when I first arrived, I was just kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to you know, take it as it is, whatever happens, happens. So as I'm getting ready that day to go down to the beach, I have no idea if I'm going alone or like what the twist might be, because obviously we're going to speculate to the point where it almost drives ourselves mad. Um, so it wasn't until I literally arrived in the holding room with all the other ladies. And I was like, wait, this is actually really fun. It's going to be all of us together. And I kind of felt like the weight was a lot lighter because there is a lot of pressure when you're arriving into paradise. So going with a few other ladies definitely helped. Oh, interesting. See, I would have thought maybe differently. I would have been like, Oh, I'm like walking in with my competition. Um, I'm not, I'm not making like an individual entrance to like make a splash, but I guess together you made a bigger splash than anything. How intimidating was it to be in front of the ladies who were about to leave? Like, you're like, hi, I'm your direct competition. No, it was so uncomfortable because, so yeah, I I totally agree. Like what you're saying that, yeah, you are technically walking with with your competition, but nerves wise, it definitely helped. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine like walking into that situation where all the ladies are just looking at us up and down. If it was just me by myself or if it was us as a group, like I felt like we could take the hit a little better as a group. Yeah. Um, I would have just melted in place if it was just me by myself and all the ladies were looking at me that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I wonder who do you think had the biggest advantage in that situation? Was it the new group coming in or was it the, the women who had been there for a few weeks with these guys already? I'm yet to, I, I'm yet to be clear on exactly who had the best advantage after, you know, they left. No, the girls and I talked about that a lot because the way we kind of agreed on, on the whole thing was we definitely felt like the girls who were already there for a while probably had a better advantage. So the only hope that we really had was, well, we need to find out who doesn't really have a solid connection. Um, So in my case, for example, I felt that I was, if anything, the luckiest because 
Andrew, although yes, he was linked to, to Britney, they had only really spent a single day as like a linked couple. Yeah, they you did, know? yeah. So it uh-huh. like the connection was, you know, growing over the last few days. Like, you know, she was linked to someone at first. She, you know, had her own one-on-one date and then Andrew was linked to someone. So I feel that I was the luckiest in that situation. Well, who was on your list going in? For sure, Andrew. I think if anything, Andrew was at the top of my list. Um, I was curious about Michael A. I had always heard like wonderful things about him. So I was like, well, of course, you know, I'd be open to meeting him. Um, I was curious about what's another guy that I had on my list. I honestly can't remember. I just know because really those were the two that I was the most familiar with. I really wasn't familiar with any of the guys from the most previous season from Gabby and Rachel's. So I was just kind of like whoever from that season will come. I'm open to meeting too. So, I mean, it's interesting because you know, obviously, we talked about your first season of Paradise. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you would say. Would you say it was a success? Like, did you enjoy it? I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't say it was a complete success. Okay. I don't think it's a flop either, in the sense that I genuinely had fun. Um, a lot of the people from that season, I'm still very much friends with, and we. If any, I, the thing I've always said to myself, even back during math season is even if I don't leave in a relationship or get the guy or whatever, I know that I'm walking away with some lifelong friendships. As you guys know, I mean, you're connected to each other as the years go by, you see each other grow and get married and build families. So that's really a treasure for me too. I think that's always one of the best um, things to come from paradise is is the group that that has joined. Mm -hmm. And so then was it hard for you? I mean, we're just already speaking about, you know, you arriving to the beach you not planning on arriving in the way that you did, you having interest in people. Was it a hard decision at all for you to say, hey, let's go and try this again? Um, I would say it was a little bit just because, you know, you can go into it with, you know, the most positive mindset, but you really never know what's going to happen until you're there. And what sucks about that environment is that nothing's really in your control. Um, so yeah, it can be stressful, whether it's things happening towards you or things happening to other people. It sucks to see your friends, for example, be upset and it sucks to be upset. (laughs) It's in an environment where it's not like you can go and call your best friend or call your, your parents or whatever, like you're just there. Um, so I think when it came down to making the final decision, to be completely honest, it's just, you know, I've always had this firm belief that, you know what? I've seen how it works for my friends from previous seasons. They're still together. They're planning weddings. If it works for them, like I think it could still very much work for me. So why not give it at least one more shot? Cause that's what I'll say that right now. It was just one more shot that I was going to give it after this. It's done. <laughs> if you get invited, just go. That's <laughs> obviously that's my theory. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Yeah. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a clear schedule. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. It's a really a once in a lifetime opportunity that you may have a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So I want to go back to Andrew for a second because I was really um, like, I was surprised that you went from basically like being kindly rejected by him. He Mm -hmm. literally said, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. Pretty much saying like, I really want to pursue things with Brittany, but then you set up a whole date for him. Despite that, what gave (laughs) you uh, the, the, like the gusto to do it? To be completely honest, and I will be frank, uh, that conversation was extremely chopped up. Um, okay. 
so it was a little frustrating to see how it kind of played out. So I was like, okay, I guess that's how, you know, it wants, they, they want to show it, then that's fine. But a lot went into that conversation and which is why in my interview, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm like, wait, so does he want to explore options or does he not? Like at the end of the conversation, I was still very unsure. Um, and then some things happened that weren't shown. So that's ultimately what kind of gave me, as you said, like the gusto to go ahead and set up a date anyway, because honestly, I would not have done that if there wasn't even like a crumb of a, of a possibility that he would be interested in me. Yeah. So definitely a lot went into that conversation that wasn't shown. And I took it as a viewer too, as I was even watching us, he's, he's kind of going a roundabout way of trying to explain this. Yes. He like, all, he <laughs> would like kind of like be like, I'm interested. You're great. Um, but I'm very interested in Brittany, but you know, I'm not closing. Like he kind of, it was like a confusing thing yeah. where it's like, I don't know exactly where he's at either. Uh, Get used to that. <laughs> what keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on WASP. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, but it was shocking to see you then plan this date. I think I would have taken that. You know, this is where maybe my insecurities in paradise would have totally had me fail. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as I like even closely got rejected by somebody, like even if there's a hint of it, I'd bounce. Like I am yeah. not. But that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like, you know, in, in real time, that conversation to me felt so like one or the other. Yeah. He is interested but he also might not be interested just because of his whole thing with Brittany. But he also made it clear, like it's only been like a day. It's really like a new, new thing that I'm not even sure about. So that ultimately for me kind of felt like, well, I can maybe give it another shot if he's open to it. But if it was so blatantly clear that he wasn't interested, then I absolutely would not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just kind of, you know, tried to see if there's a connection somewhere else. So you might be a, the lucky one who the ladies come back. And Brittany's more interested in Tyler because yeah. just in the previews, it seems like Tyler is what she's going for right now. So mm-hmm. you might just be able to be free. Can you give us a little preview as to what's going to be when those ladies do walk down on the beach next week? I think so. I think, you know, a lot of things can happen in paradise. Things change literally within the day, as you know. So honestly, a, a lot of people have a lot to see next week. And I think that there's going to be some new connections forming that people may not expect. And there might be a lot of flip-flopping too. So expect that. Now, can you tell us if the guys from Vendanta are all going to come down to the beach to meet the new girls? Or are the guys that don't get paired up at Vendanta just eliminated? 
Well, that's the beauty of paradise though, right? Like there's opportunity for anything. So I think if anything, especially us as cast, we're constantly speculating every day. Like I said, to the point where it drives us crazy. So some of us get it right. Some of us get it very wrong. But I think that next week is definitely a big surprise for everybody. Let's uh, spend a second here selfishly talking about somebody that I had a very uh, protective uh, feeling over and I didn't expect it. Um, the only OG from from our time on The Bachelor is and, and the season 20 of The Bachelor is Lace. Uh, mm-hmm. Lace was was on uh, my season and uh, she lives in Denver. So I have gotten to know her outside the show. Lace is Lace is very similar to what she comes off on television. She is mm-hmm. passionate. She is um, uh, deeply emotional. Um, she expresses openly what she's feeling and how she's feeling it. Uh, and she's very easily hurt, like deeply wounded. Um, and I think we saw that. And so as somebody that maybe hadn't met Lace before, I don't know if you had or hadn't, but she shows up to the beach, um, and is obviously, uh, confused and obviously very stressed out. Uh, what were your feelings? What was the conversations like uh, amongst the the women there? Um, did it make everything feel very real uh, all of a sudden, like less fun, more real? Like ex- walk us through what you guys were talking about as she was obviously there, very upset. Yeah, no, I think um, based off, yeah, the conversation with the ladies, a lot of it was just kind of uncomfortable in the sense that like we really felt for her because we would obviously hate to be in her position and. I agree. Like, as you said, like, yeah, she definitely seems like the kind of person that like she cares deeply and it shows. And I hate it also that that was the way I, you know, had to meet her and, you know, not necessarily at her best. Mm. So whenever she came down, we obviously had already been seeing or witnessing um, Eliza and Rodney connecting. So we kind of already knew what she was walking into. If it was in our power, we would walk her right back up the steps just to like, you know, make sure that she wouldn't get hurt, but it it is what it is. And, you know, that's what sucks about paradise is yeah. Oftentimes people will get their feelings hurt. Um, so when she was coming down, we all just kind of like, we're bracing for that, that crash for sure. And also bracing for what may be to come next week when all the other ladies show up and go, you took my man. Yes. No, it it literally in that moment too, like we were wondering, okay, are they going to be just trickling down the ladies one by one? Like what's going on? But you know, for, for that night, it was just lace, but we absolutely got a taste of what it could be like. Mm. I know you can only tell us so much, but from your last paradise season compared to this paradise season, which one did you prefer being part of? Um, I love that question. I'm going to be completely honest here. I love my cast from last season. Yeah. Uh, they were really fun. They bounced back. Um, it, you, we could have a hard day the next day. It's as if, okay, you know what? Let's be positive. We'll have a new day. This cast, although they're great, I think that they really struggled with bouncing back. Yeah. This cast individually, I love them all yeah. so much. Yeah. But as a group, they did love to commiserate together mm-hmm. and just be like, this is an awful place. Yes. <laughs> it was almost like, I, I don't know, I guess to me, because I get it, I, I, you know, whatever, when we were, they were doing the cuts back to the Vedanta and to the beach and seeing the ladies moping around and being all upset, I totally feel that. Absolutely. Oh, same. I, yeah. would be, I would be one of them. I know it. 
Yeah, but it's like, you know, try to just roll with the punches and see the positive in it, you know, and, and I think even, even the men were saying, once we did the switch, they said, honestly, we felt like the energy just lifted, like it truly feels like a fresh start. So I don't know, I think they were maybe struggling with just moving on from the hard times in paradise. And they kind of lingered on that a little too much. But I do feel like a lot of times they just didn't want to accept the fact that they were on a reality tv show yes do you know what i mean that they were like Absolutely. how dare they how dare this like spin or this this twist it's like well you guys are on tv you're not just actually you know um in La La Land. And I, i'm glad that you see that because when i was there obviously like this is now my third season so by then you kind of already know how it works right you, you know you're supposed to have conversations you know you signed up for a show people are going to see you at your most vulnerable at your most awkward at your best yeah. even yeah. so yeah. have fun with it you know be human and i think that's what a lot of people in, in this cast were afraid to do was to just be human but i'm not going to entirely place the blame on them either i think that in a lot of ways the audience doesn't allow us to be human either we're not allowed to be upset we're not allowed Good to point. cry. Good like, point. So, so, you know, I'm not going to necessarily blame that on them either. It's definitely the audience has a, a big impact on that. So true. The dynamic was interesting to watch where, you know, the guys in the beach and, uh, you know, the paradise location felt like the vibe increased where at the Vedanta, it did feel like it stayed very melancholy. Yeah, I remember when the girls um, eventually... They do come back, obviously, to rekindle whatever they think that they might have back on the beach. Um, you know, they kind of expressed how it was a little down and no one really wanted to interact with the guys as we saw, like, you know, Olu asking the girls to just jump in the pool and have fun and they were just not having it. So they were also pretty transparent about how they were feeling being over at the Vedanta. Yeah, how awkward. That's such a weird Very. situation. I don't know what I would do. I just, if I was one of the dudes there, I'd just crawl up in the couch probably take a couple naps say all right I'm, yeah I'm no that's my like, favorite part is like the guys looking up at the walls instead of looking at yeah. us like <laughs> <laughs> they did not want any problems so. i would probably be laugh crying all right well jesenia thank you so much for joining us uh can't yeah. wait to see where your storyline ends on this or begins whatever way you want to interpret <laughs> right. on this season of paradise yeah, no so thank you so much for having me always fun talking with you guys jesenia good to see you bye it's always great to talk to Jacinia. What uh, a character in Paradise. Uh, and I do uh, really appreciate her diving into Paradise. I am very excited, not only for her story, but all the stories to progress into next week. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for next week's episode. Me too. It, it, this, is, this was a week of Paradise episodes that was very, very captivating yeah. in the sense that... Um, I wasn't on my phone at all during all four hours. Like I was glued to the TV uh, and we will be recapping both those episodes yeah. in another episode of the almost famous podcast this week. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go look for it. We love you guys so much until next time. I've been Ashley and I've been Ben. We'll talk to you soon. Follow the Ben and Ashley. I almost famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. So my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 